With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And a good afternoon, everybody. Hope that you are having a good day. We get it rolling right here on Listen Up. We've got NFL football tonight. We've got the Kings and the Grizzlies. we got the World Series, game one tomorrow. We've got Damian Lillard already hurt with a calf injury. He's going to be out at least one to two weeks. I would say probably longer you got the NFL trade deadline, Kadarius Toney. The Giants trade a guy that can't get on the field to the Kansas City Chiefs for two picks. We've got a little bit of everything today. And, of course, we have your phone calls. You know the routine. All you need to do is hit your hand icon, and I will put you on. I will also give you my NFL picks. So there you have it. we got the World Series again starting tomorrow. Uh, we've got uh, Keegan Murray, who's going to be starting tonight for the Sacramento Kings. I did a rant on this, and you know, I, I get the fact that people are excited to see Keegan Murray in the starting lineup. First of all, I don't know if you look at that as a positive or a negative, that a player that's only played two games in his entire NBA career, all right, that needs to be reinserted were not reinserted, inserted into the starting lineup to have the team get a win. Do you know what I'm saying by that? I mean, are we, like, need to look at the big picture here? I did a rant on this, and I just said quite simply, yeah, that's fine and dandy. Keegan Murray was playing quite a bit in the last two games, and I just think it's up to the other guys, Right. You know, it's up to Harrison Barnes. It's up to Sabonis. It's up to Mitchell. It's up to all the other guys. You know, they're the ones that have got to pick up the slack. Murray's already played pretty well in his two games, right? So, you know, maybe we're looking too much into this. I mean, he was playing a lot anyway. You're playing a very good Memphis team tonight. And the Memphis Grizzlies without Jaron Jackson Jr. appear to still be very good. And, you know, they lost to Dallas last weekend after they blew out Houston the night before, but that's their only blemish so far uh, through the first week. So you can look at it however you want. I look at it as, well, okay, he should be starting. I think he should be, but let's not make too much out of this. All right. That's how I look at it. So there's some of the topics, you know, to get the show rolling. And, you know, we would love to hear from you. Again, I'll give you my picks. Got a lot of interesting games tonight, including a game tonight with Baltimore and Tampa. Two teams that, quite frankly, have been very disappointing. Tampa certainly more disappointing than Baltimore. The uh, Bucks are in a big-time funk right now. And it'll be very interesting to see on a short week uh, how this game goes. Kickoff coming up in a little more than an hour from now, all right? Tampa Bay giving two points in this game. Uh, I'm going to stay away from this game. But it's still very interesting to me. I'm I'm a little surprised that the Bucs are playing this bad. I'm not surprised overall at the Bucs. I picked them at the beginning of the season to struggle. I still picked them to win the division, though, by default, because I thought the division was so bad. And as it turns out, it is. You know, maybe the Atlanta Falcons are. I, I don't even know who the best team in that division is. You know, who's the best team in the NFC South? You know, t- tonight's game may go a long way in determining that. May go a long way in determining uh, who is 
the best team in the division. You know, I think if the Bucks win tonight, maybe that gets them rolling a little bit. You know, gets them a little momentum. But should be an interesting game tonight with Baltimore uh, and Tampa. All right, so there you have it. If you want to talk about that, again, uh, we'll do so. Anything else that is going on in the world of sports? What about the World Series? Uh, game one tomorrow. Speaking of game one tomorrow, I think I told you this. Sean Salisbury, who I do a show with on Mondays and Fridays, is the morning host on the flagship station in Houston. And they've got wall-to-wall coverage tomorrow. So tomorrow, I will not be doing a show with Sean. But we'll pick it up again on Monday. Because tomorrow, again, they are going to be all over the place. All right? They're going to be all over the place. All right. So you got the uh, Ravens uh, and the Bucks. You got Denver at Jacksonville. Of course, that is the London game. And the uh, Broncos are getting two and a half points in that game. Carolina is at Atlanta. And uh, the Falcons are a five-point favorite there. Uh, Chicago is at Dallas. Cowboys are giving nine and a half points in that contest. Miami is at Detroit. That's at three and a half spread. The Lions at home getting three and a half. Arizona is at Minnesota. Vikings are favored by three and a half. Surprised that line's not a little bit more. Uh, Vegas is at the Saints. One and a half points there for the Saints being a home favorite. New England is at the Jets. Jets favored by a point and a half. Pittsburgh is at Philly. Uh, That line is now in double digits at 10 and a half. Uh, Tennessee is at Houston. That is a Texans team that is getting two points at home. Washington is at Indianapolis. The Commanders are getting three points against the Colts. San Francisco is at the Rams. The Rams are, it's hard to believe they're getting a point and a half at home. Giants and Seahawks, that's a field goal game. Uh, Giants are getting three. Green Bay is at Buffalo. How about that? When's the last time you saw the Packers as a double-digit dog? But they are. The Packers getting 10.5 points. How about Aaron Rodgers getting 10.5 points? Think about that for a minute, right? That's pretty crazy, is it not? And then the Bengals and the Browns, uh, 3.5 point spread there, Cleveland. I'll give you my picks in just a little bit. Let's get to uh, Jeff. Jeff, will start us off here on a Thursday. Hey, Jeff, how are you today? Good, Brent. How are you doing today? Good, buddy. What's up? Hey, I see your Giants got rid of your buddy, Tony. Yeah, thank God. You know, a guy was worthless, and uh, so I'm very happy about that. And he comes out and says he wasn't really hurt or whatever. He gets traded, and he basically is like saying he was faking like he was hurt or something. Bullshit. I don't know if you Well, I'll that. tell you, the Giants obviously uh, didn't need him. He couldn't even get on the field, and last time I looked, uh, they're 6-1. and one. Yeah, I hate to steal Connor's thunder, but he, he probably was going to. Anyways, I watched the Lakers and Nuggets last night, and man, I know the Kings are 0-3, but I'd rather be a Kings fan than a Laker fan right now. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, the Lakers just look like a, a – I mean, they look lost. They look like a miserable franchise right now. I mean, they just have LeBron James and, and Davis, which is – Great. I mean, you got two future Hall of Famers and the best basketball player in the world, but there is no support. No support at all. I mean, no. Guys no. throwing up bricks. I mean, uh, I, I think the Kings bench is better than their bench. I mean, that's not saying. Oh, yeah. I, I don't think it's, it's not even close, in my opinion. I mean, that's not saying much, but I'm just saying. I was just trying to compare the two. It's really interesting to see what they play. Then we'll really see, you know, what's going on. But, uh, I mean, how does that GM down there in L.A. keep his job? Rob Palenka, good question. I, I don't I don't really know. Um, obviously, uh, Jeannie Buss loves him. That's all I can say. I don't know. I don't know what else to I – don't, I don't know how else to say it. It makes that, – that, that franchise 
that could be the worst team in the league right now. Think about that for a minute. A team of LeBron James and Anthony Davis. And of course, Davis gets hurt, you know, every hour on the half hour. He's like, you know, the airlines flying from New York to Chicago. But the reality is the Lakers are a mess. They're an absolute mess. And uh, like you were saying the other day about bad starts, I seen on ESPN today that only two teams in history that's gone 0-4 has come back and made the playoffs. So Is that right? I didn't even see that. That says a lot. <laughs> and to make it funnier, they were both teams that Russell Westbrook were on. Yeah, very interesting. Very interesting to say the least. Wow. Yeah. All right. Well, um, I appreciate the call, bud. You have a good one. Take it easy. Yep, you too. Take it easy. All right. Uh, again, if you want to come on, you just hit your uh, hand icon, and we'll get you right up on stage. All right, let's get to uh, some more phone calls, and we say a good afternoon to Waggus. Hey, Waggus. How you doing, Grant? I'm good, bud. How are you? Good, good. So I just want to kind of go off by what, you know, uh, Jeff was saying. I think it's time that the Lakers also traded Anthony Davis. Uh I mean, I don't know if you see, saw the game, but the guy is literally deteriorating before our eyes. And I don't know how much more value you're going to have uh, because if he goes down again this year, which it, it could happen any second right now. Uh, I mean, did you see the game last night? I saw some of it. Let me ask you a question. If you were a general manager, would you trade for Anthony Davis? Probably not, but... But okay, well, you just answered your own question. True, true. But you know, as more time goes by, you're going to get less and less for him, right? And you still have LeBron James. You know, you can't say he's the best player in the league. I'm just saying, if I'm looking at the, if I'm the Lakers ownership right now, and their goal is to win championships, you can't waste these years with LeBron because before LeBron, you know, they were. I don't even think they were making the playoffs, right? So. He came, he got your ring, right. and he's got, what, a few years left. And we all know Westbrook's gone after this year or, you know, whatever. But the only yep. other player that you can really get some get somebody to pick a value at is probably Anthony Davis, right? It, and But if you can't, then, you know, maybe it's time to trade LeBron. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I just, yeah, I, I just know that if I had a team with LeBron on it, and my goal is to win a championship. I'm going to do whatever it takes. So, and you can take Westbrook out. You can put Buddy Heald in there. That team is not winning. So, yeah, hell no, I, no, no. Buddy Heald, no, of course not. Well, I mean, I mean, I guess the whole point is, is that if you can get good shooting um, around LeBron, you know, then you have a chance of winning games. But it's just, yeah, it, there's nothing there. But let me ask this: What do you think is the solution for them temporarily this year? I temporarily for this year. I mean, barring trades, as you pointed out, I don't really think there is a solution. I mean, it clearly didn't work last year. You can see it's clearly not going to work this year. Why do we think that anything is just going to change overnight or with a subtle move here or there? I, I don't I don't think there is a solution right now. I think it is what it is. I think they're stuck. And I quite frankly, I don't see other teams around the league I think you could trade LeBron, yes, but I don't think you could trade Anthony Davis right now, and I don't think you could get enough to trade Anthony Davis. I mean, if I'm a general manager of another team, why would I want Russell Westbrook? Why would I want Anthony Davis? If I'm a general manager of a team, I don't want either of those players. I'm not giving up a lot to get Anthony Davis or Russell Westbrook right now, so I don't know what the Lakers' solution is. I don't know if they have one. I really don't. Well, yeah, I mean, it's just kind of embarrassing to watch that, you know, the team that they have put together. But, yeah, and so um, shifting to football, do you think tonight, uh, because, you know, coming off a bad loss, I expect Brady to come out. I expect him to fire. I expect him to do what it takes to win because, especially coming off of such a bad loss, he obviously wants to – I'm pretty sure he wants to get that out of his memory. And and I just think the Buccaneers will be ready. But do you think that – this game is going to tell a lot about how this Buccaneer season is going to end up. Yeah, I'm more concerned, even though I, I'm fully aware that the Buccaneers offense only scored three points on Sunday against Carolina. What was very alarming to me was the Buccaneers defense couldn't stop Carolina. And, you know, Baltimore's offense is a hell of a lot better with Carolina. They got Lamar Jackson. So this is not only a Tom Brady issue right now, and you didn't put it out that way, but I'm just adding on to what you're saying. This is a team-wide issue. And I'll tell you this, it certainly does not look good for Todd Bowles. My point is, 
You know, if you yeah. remember how last year ended, last yep. year ended for the Buccaneers with one of the worst blitz decisions, one of the worst defensive decisions I've ever seen, and I mean ever, since yep. watching the National Football League in the playoff against the Rams. And again, yep. that doesn't indict a man for his entire career. All right, I don't mean to say that one call is the career of Todd Bowles. That's not what I'm saying. But, I mean, you tell me, Waggus, you watch the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. By and large, they have the same team as they had last year, and the main difference is their head coach. And they're this bad. This is, this is not a good indictment for Ty Bowles. I mean, let's just call it the way it is. No, it's not. It's not. I just, yeah, yeah, it's not. And and I agree with you on that. And, and I'm not blaming Brady, but what I'm saying is, is that because he's such a great player and we've seen it so many times, I just I, I just kind of see him like, curing, uh, you know, putting the team on his shoulder and just having one of those nights where, you know, the offense just goes off, you know. It's going to have to go off. Yep. You're absolutely right because Lamar Jackson. Yeah, but it's you know, Thursday I mean, night. It's Thursday night. Yeah, it's, Thursday. it's Thursday night. And generally speaking, we don't see offenses go off on Thursday nights. Yeah, that's true, too. So so obviously, if they lose them, they continue to lose. Uh, either way, do you think this is the last year that we will see Brady? I do, yes. No, he, okay. I do. Uh, yep, yeah, I do. That's pretty sad because I never saw him going out like this. I always saw him going out with a ring. Yeah, maybe he should have retired a couple of years ago. So, yeah. So, all right. Well, Grant, uh, thank you as always. And uh, are we going to do the thank you, Waggus. show tonight? I don't know yet. I have an event that I have to uh, be at. It just depends what time it ends. So I'm going to try, but I can't promise. It's If I schedule it, it's going to be probably like 30 minutes before the end of the game. But well, I'm going to try. It's a, hopefully it's a triple overtime thriller and the Kings win. And then maybe you can schedule <laughs> <laughs> All right, buddy. Thank you. Take care. See you. All right. Good stuff right there from Waggus. All right. I'll give you my picks and I'm going to start with the 49ers and the Rams. Why would I think that in the span of three weeks, both these teams should change drastically where the game is going to be different on Sunday? I think the Niners own the Rams. Yes, I'm aware they lost in the NFC Championship game. But the defense of the 49ers against the Rams and the pressure on Stafford and the fact that now you have Christian McCaffrey with a week under his belt, I think the 49ers are going to win this game flat out. They're giving a point and a half. The place is going to be full of 49er fans. I'm going to take the 49ers. I'll give the point and a half, beat the Rams at SoFi. I think Tennessee at the Texans is a pick that, for whatever reason, looks like a sucker bet. But I'm I'm a sucker, so I'm taking the Titans minus two. I'm a little surprised that this line is not a little bit more. But I think Tennessee will beat Houston in Houston. And so I am uh, taking that pick right there. All right. Pittsburgh at Philadelphia. This line is ten and a half. And I'm fully aware of the type of a year that the Steelers are having. But this is Mike Tomlin. This is the Battle of Pennsylvania. And I think the, excuse me, I think the Eagles will win. But I like the 10 and a half points here. So I'm going to take Pittsburgh and all of those points. All right. I'm going to take Pittsburgh plus the 10 and a half at Philadelphia. I like that. All right. I like that. All right. Here's another game that to me is very interesting. And it is the Raiders minus a point and a half at the Saints. I think the Saints, I mean, they're already going with Andy Dalton over Jameis Winston. Uh, the Saints got issues here. They have issues there. I know it's in New Orleans. I think the Raiders are going to win this game straight up. I'll give the point and a half, and I'll take the Raiders. And there you have my picks. All right, let's get to uh, Connor. Hey, Connor, how are you? Doing good, Grant. How are you? I'm good, buddy. So, obviously, the news of the Giants today, Darius Tony traded. I'm relieved yep. more than anything. Yeah, they got two picks for him. The guy's not doing anything. The guy, I'm telling you, I know people within the Giants organization. I talk to them all a lot. Darius Tony is a major league head case. 
Okay. Yes, he's talented, but I talent, if you can't get on the field, it really doesn't matter how talented you are. And again, this guy is, uh, I'm just saying, maybe he'll go to Kansas City and maybe he'll thrive. I don't care, but he wasn't going to thrive in New York. You know, he was not going to thrive in New York. So the Giants got two draft picks in next year's draft for him. And it, and, and again, I, I don't really, again, you have to be on the field to help a team. He can't get on the field. Yeah, I mean, there are reports that he's faking injuries and he's going to play next week for the Chiefs. I mean, well, that I tells you care. all you need to know. Yeah, I mean, that tells you all you, if, if that's true, if that is true, and again, if that tells you all you need to know about him, that's it. That's it in a nutshell. If those reports are true, then you don't need to know anything more about an individual than that. And again, I don't know if it's true or not. I saw the same things that you did, but we're going to find out. Yeah, I mean, if that's true, why the hell would you want to leave a six in one team? Like, it's not like we're chopped liver this year. I mean, we're. He doesn't care one. about the team. He doesn't care about the team. That's not who he's all about. He's about Kadarius Tony. I mean, it's been pretty clear from the onset. He is about himself. He's not about you know anything else. And here's the other: you have to remember something about the uh, Shane and Dable. There is no loyalty. They didn't come in thinking, well, we need to keep this guy. No, they 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 are building their team the way they want to build it. And there's they don't care whether Kadarius Tony was a high draft pick or what. They don't care about that. There's no loyalty here. All right. They don't care about that. You know, he was a first round pick in the draft in 2021. Think about that. Okay. And the Giants don't care. They don't care if he was a first round pick. He's missed the past five games because of a hamstring. And he's told reporters that his return has been delayed because he thought that he tried to come back from an injury too soon, and then he injured his left hamstring. His, he's got an injured muscle in his brain, if that's possible. Um, that's where his injury is. It's up, it's up in his brain. That's where, that's where he's got a strain, okay? He, this guy's a joke. That's what he is. He needs to grow up. Yeah, I mean, the Giants are typically a franchise that want nothing to do with people like him. Like, I mean, Odell Beckham was gone because of that. And, I mean, usually, like, with the class of the Giants, they're not going to let stuff like that fly. And, I mean, Wondell Robinson is basically just a more reliable version than him, honestly. Yeah, absolutely. And then he puts out a tweet, you know, earlier today, quote, that joke would have been funny if I was actually hurt still, LOL, irrelevant people don't get updates. How about that? Because he indicated on Twitter that he isn't injured. You know, so again, the guy's a, the guy's a head case. Good. Good luck. Go to Kansas City. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Get rid of the guy. And they did. We're six and one. Adios, buddy. I mean, yep, absolutely. And then the other news, this was, I think, a couple of days ago, but I think they said that Aaron Boone's job is secure next year, and Cashman probably that means the same. So that's not a good sign if the Yankees are looking for a fresh start next year. No, it's not. They'll have the same situation as next year. You know, they're going to strike out most of the times. Uh, we don't know if they'll have Aaron Judge or not. Let's just say they do have Aaron Judge. What's going to be different about the team? What's different about the team? Now, I agree with you. They had some unfortunate injuries at the end of the year to the bullpen. Not having LeMahieu in the lineup really hurt them, but they weren't going to beat Houston anyway. What's going to be different about the team if you bring back Brian Cashman and Aaron Boone? I don't understand that. I, I really don't. And if you don't have Aaron Judge, you know, and again, I don't know what's going to happen there, then I don't even know if this team would – I don't think this team would win the division. Yeah, I mean, they're, if they lose Judge, then there's a lot more money that opens up to spend on other assets. Yep. But still. And by the way, I'm on, re I'm, on rec I'm on record, by the way, as saying I wouldn't sign Aaron Judge. Okay, I wouldn't do it. Uh, he's going to be 31 in April. I would not give that 31-year-old player – that long of a deal for that kind of money. And I love Aaron Judge, and I love watching him play, and he embodies everything that I want a Yankee to be. I mean, he has he, he checks every box. But in 44 games, he's a, a 2-11 hitter. I don't like that. And I don't like the fact of giving a guy that probably in the final four to five years of a deal is going to look like a bad contract. So that means if you're going to sign Aaron Judge and you're going to give him that money, the Yankees need to win at least one and maybe two World Series in the next five years. 
Can they do that? I mean, they could, but I, I'm not so sure. Yeah, I got one more question before I give my picks. Um, what What's with the L.A. Laker fans' obsession with wanting to get Buddy Heald? I mean, Buddy Heald is, if I'm not wrong, like a very inefficient shooter and makes questionable decisions. Do Laker fans think that you just plug him with Anthony Davis and LeBron and all of a sudden they win a championship? Laker fans, Laker fans are delusional. I wouldn't say that Buddy Heald's an inefficient shooter. I don't agree with you there. I do think that he is a one-dimensional player. I'll, I'll put it to you that way. And he, his basketball IQ, in my opinion, is not very good. His ball handling is not very good. His decision-making is, at times, terrible. He's a one-dimensional player, pretty much. I've always thought Buddy's best attribute would be coming off the bench as a sixth man. I've never looked at him as a starter. I've always thought his best attribute would be going to a team and coming off the bench as a sixth man. So I don't know why they have the infatuation with Buddy Heald. I, I really don't. I think Laker fans are delusional, and I think LeBron is delusional too, thinking that if you get Buddy Heald, all of a sudden your team's going to be significantly better. I, I don't see that. Yeah, it's weird to me. All right, I got my picks now. So Okay, go ahead. Again, like every week, the six and one Giants are still somehow underdogs. So I'm gonna keep riding that wave. Well, it's worked out well for you. <laughs> and then I'll take the Jets against the Patriots. I'll take the Titans like you against the Texans. And then I'll take the Vikings against the Cardinals. I don't think that's enough points. They're gonna win by a lot more than that. Well, here's why I almost went with that game too, and I'm gonna tell you why I didn't. When DeAndre Hopkins is on the field, the Cardinals look like a completely different team offensively, as we showed in their last game. And I think Minnesota's going to win that game too. But that 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 just – I want to watch Arizona play one more game with Hopkins and see if he's really the, the guy that makes that team go. Generally, I wouldn't say that about a wide receiver, although I'm looking at the Packers, and it certainly looks that way with Devontae Adams not being on Green Bay. So – I look. I almost went with that game too, but I got you, we got you down for that. Sounds good. All right, that's all I got. Let's hope the Kings get right. their first win tonight. All right, buddy. See you. Take care. Bye. This show is sponsored by Better Help. Stress. We all have it to a degree, big, small, but I think you can agree we all carry around different stressors. Most of you know what I've gone through the last four years, complete career change, moving across the country, filing a lawsuit, being in the news often, dealing with all of that, trust me, has not been easy. And if you keep things bottled up, it can really have a negative impact on your life. Therapy is a safe space. You get things off your chest. You can figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills. You can set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. And you know what, folks? It's not just for those who have experienced major trauma. Hey, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's online. It's easy, convenient, flexible, and it's suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. Switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Grant today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Grant. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right. Let's get to uh, Ryan in Sacktown right here on Listen Up. Hey, Ryan, how are you today? Doing well. How about yourself, Grant? I'm, I'm good, buddy. Thanks. Excellent. Uh, you know, as a Kings fan, it's kind of hard to talk crap about the Lakers when we're playing so terrible right now. But like Connor said, hopefully we get that first win tonight. Um, 
you know, uh, Anthony Davis, I am shocked that he's played this many games this season because, you know, he, he is like that mop that wipes up the sweat on the floor. He is on the floor constantly. And with his history of injuries and his body style, it's not conducive to him staying healthy. I mean, it, it's really weird. And honestly, Grant, how do you feel about every damn team in the NBA playing zone defense against the Lakers? I would. How about that? Yeah, absolutely. If you can't shoot, absolutely, 100%. That's what they're going to see pretty much every night. I would, too. And, and they're not they're not moving the ball, either. That, that's nope. the other thing. They're, they're just settling for the first shot, not the best shot. So, I mean, just play his own defense against him. I mean, that's going to be the formula to beat him every night yep. unless they make a change. Um, hey, uh, what did you think about Steve Nash? He got a little heated last night. Yeah, it's good for Steve Nash. You know, I think the Brooklyn, I, I don't think he's going to be the coach of that team for much longer. And I think that's unfortunate because I just think that they are a poorly constructed team. Their pieces do not fit. They got too many head cases. And uh, Nash probably sees the writing on the wall for him. I mean, they're one and three. Think about when you look at that team on paper, right? When you look at the Brooklyn Nets, if you just take their names and write them down and you go, wait a minute, the Brooklyn Nets are one and three. Uh, I Nash, I, I think Nash will be gone before Thanksgiving, but I did like to see that last night. Yeah, he was not too happy to say the least. No, he was not. Um, you know, I also think a lot of people are blowing the Kyrie thing out of proportion where he yelled out, shoot the ball, Ben. I thought that was encouraging him to shoot the ball. And then in the postgame press conference, he had Ben's back. And everybody's yeah. like, oh, he threw him under the bus. And it's like... No, he would shoot the effing ball, you know, yeah, or right. something else. Like, yep. I, I, yep. I, I don't get What's your take on that? Yeah, that was my take on it, too. And first of all, you know, there's nothing that Kyrie Irving is going to say to me that I'm going to say, oh, yeah, that happened or it did not happen. Because Kyrie is uh, so off the wall with so many of his comments that there's nothing that he says that I take with a grain or that I take with a grain of salt. I just... I don't really even listen to Kyrie Irving anymore. I, there's nothing that he says that I'm like, oh, okay. I, I don't even pay attention to him anymore. So I don't really make too much out of it. The bottom line is they have a player on the team that can't shoot. They have a player on the team that doesn't want to shoot. Everybody in the world knows that. Everyone knows in the world. Everyone knows that Ben Simmons is a good basketball player because he does every everything else great. He's a very, very good defender. He can get to the basket. He can't shoot free throws. We know that he can't shoot but he can distribute the ball. I mean, it's such a shame. Can you imagine if that guy could even be an adequate shooter? He'd be one of the most dominant players in the NBA, but he can't even be an adequate shooter. But everyone knows that. And But 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 again, with Irving and Durant, forget about Ben Simmons for a minute. How is it that the Brooklyn Nets are one and three? It, I have no idea, to be honest with you. I mean, the load's on Durant. I mean, that that's really what it is. And Durant, I, I don't want to say he's lost a step. I think he's been playing decent this year. But I, I think the pressure is on him. And Kevin's never really wanted to be that pressure guy. You know, he wanted his moment. He wanted his championship. He went to Golden State. He ended up being the guy and being the finals MVP one year. Yeah. But, um, you know, that's, that's just not uh, – it's not his personality. Just look at him as a whole, just as a person. Very the quiet. one score, the one score that I looked at from last night, where and I'm looking at this from Sacramento's perspective, the Miami Heat, who had only won one game off to a horrible start, and the Blazers were undefeated. And in that, you know, now we know that Damian Lillard's going to be out yeah. at least one to two weeks. And Miami went in there and kicked their butt. And the only reason why I'm saying that is Miami's too talented and too good to be playing the way they were playing. And maybe they woke up last night, and that could be bad news for Sacramento this weekend. So um, that that game really caught my eye last night, how well Miami played. And I know they're capable of it. They were the number one seed in the East last year, all right? And Bam Adebayo had a big game. And, you know, 119-98, to that, that was a big-time score last night that the Miami Heat put on the Portland Trailblazers. Absolutely. And Tyler uh, Hero can shoot the hell Tyler out of Hero. the ball. He, yes, he can. He's a heck of a player. I mean, he's got a very, very quick release. So, um, you know, huge asset for them. 
I think Miami yep. definitely gets rolling. And again, it's a long season. Everybody puts too much into these first, you know, week, two yep. weeks. Yep. Um, if if you had to, let's say the Kings come out and have a dominant win tonight, and I know you like five game increments, what yep. would your grade be for the Kings for the first five? Well, games? tonight's the fourth game, so I'd have to oh, wait fourth. and see how they do against Miami. I if if they win both these games, I'd give them a B. And if they lose both these games, I'd give them an F. So I would, and if they split both these games, I would give them a C, all right? Maybe a C minus, maybe even a D. You got to go, if they go one and four in these five games, at the best, it would be a C minus, probably would be a D. I can't give them an F. If they win both the games, then they've survived the storm at two and three. I think they're going to have a tough time winning tonight. I mean, Memphis, they do not match up well at all against Memphis. Although, you know, Sacramento's got different pieces, so I don't know how Kevin Herter's going to do against Brooks. And the Memphis doesn't have Jaron Jackson, but they they seem they don't seem to be bothered when they lose a key player. But Memphis has John Morant, and you're going to see John Morant and De'Aaron Fox tonight. That's going to be a fun matchup, to say the least. Well, you better break out your neck braces between uh, De'Aaron Fox and John Morant tonight because it is going to be fast-paced. Those are the two quickest yeah. players in the NBA. Your neck's going to be going back and forth. So, no all question right, about that. Have a all great right, take night. Care. Have, all right. See you. All right. Uh, if you want to get in on the program, just hit your hand icon uh, and we will do it. Let's get to uh, Brian. Brian, welcome to the show. You're on with Grant Napier. Hey, Brian. Hey, Grant. Nice talking to you as always. Uh, you brought up two teams that I personally love to, fail, love to see fail, the Nets and the Lakers. Uh, Nets mainly because Durant, I just can't stand that guy's act. So, you know, and, and of course, Simmons goes without saying, you know, just two athletes that are the antithesis of the type of athlete I want to uh, root for. And so, uh, it, yeah, that's a team, you know, they, the more they lose, the better. And then regarding the Lakers, I really, really think Frank Vogel got a, a bad raw deal last year being the scapegoat of that team, uh, you know, led them into the COVID championship. And then the next year, all of a sudden, the guy can't coach. I mean, they brought in. Westbrook and obviously you know the headline with him he can't shoot you know and way past his prime and they don't have any shooters around them so I just felt he got a raw deal uh, I don't know what your thoughts are so to see them yeah start absolutely off four, he, I love it yep yep he did get a raw deal and I think everyone loves it that's done you know other than Laker fans everyone's loving to see this absolutely I don't think anyone's uh rooting for the Lakers to all of a sudden start winning unless you're a Lakers fan. So, yeah, I'm with yeah. you. There's only right now, there's only three winless teams in the league. One is Orlando. The other is the Kings and the Lakers. And the, the Kings play Orlando next week. So someone's going to win that game. And I'm with you on this. I mean, pretty much all fans are enjoying what they're watching with the Lakers. Yeah, it was pretty telling when when post-game after game one, LeBron's comments about the lack of shooters and just a very interesting comment for, for yeah. game one. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so, yep. So, sure was. Uh, uh, I'm going to just go ahead and give my picks now since we're online. Uh, I, I'm going to go with two, I think, the two teams that you stated on yours. I'm going to go with Tennessee minus two and and the Minnesota minus three, three and a half, whatever it is. That that does look low. I'm going to roll with those two. And then I, I'm going to go with the Pats uh, with two and a half. Uh, mainly because, man, they were embarrassed on Monday night. And usually a good coach team, what have you, bounces back. And and, and Jets have had a myriad of injuries this past week, so that doesn't set up well. So we'll roll the dice with them. And then lastly, I like the uh, I like the Bengals over the – the Bengals are pretty high. I like them over the Cleveland Browns. All right. They're going to be without Chase for a couple of weeks. Just for the record, I did not pick Minnesota. I said I was – thinking about taking Minnesota, but I did not take Minnesota. Uh, yeah. yeah. So but I want to make sure All right, we got your picks down. Thanks, bud. I appreciate it. Talk to you again. Bye. All right. Take care. All right. Let's get to Cody right here on listen app. Cody, thanks for calling the show. How are you today? Doing good. Thanks, Grant. Um, this Kadarius Tony information, I find it very fascinating that he's saying he's not injured now. And uh, that he's ready to go pretty much. I had a hunch earlier in the season 
after Sterling Shepard got hurt in week three, I was expecting Tony and Galladay to play versus the Bears. And uh, Kadarius Tony re-injured his hamstring plus his additional hamstring. And I found that very right. funny to me. I, I, I didn't believe that. And that, that led me to the hunch that the Giants, they just want to get rid of the guy while he's healthy, I guess. And they're not going to play him. And they're doing the same thing with Kenny Galladay as well. Yep. And I, th- I think the Chiefs, I don't know if he could have landed in a better situation for a guy with his skill set. It, he's going to run those jet sweeps. Oh man, it, it, if he's if he's can stay healthy, we'll we'll see. But I really like we'll see. going to the Chiefs, Grant. I'm really happy he went there. Well, if he pulls the same antics with Andy Reid that he did in New York, he won't be on the field. So he better he better grow up in a hurry uh, because the guy is immature. He's a head case. Again, uh, I've I've heard, I haven't heard anything good about the guy from anyone I know within the Giants organization. So. You are who you are. Uh, I personally think this will be short-lived in Kansas City. That's my opinion. Okay. And then uh, you you mentioned earlier you didn't know why the Texans, the Titans was a pick Um Ryan Tannehill's got an ankle issue going on, so he's he watched yep. practice today. If Malik Willis that. is yeah, M- Malik Willis may start, and that that'll change the whole dynamic of the the game if Tannehill's not there. Even though they don't pass well, much anyway. Yeah, that's that's my point. I'm picking Tennessee because they have a, a defense that will keep Houston at bay, and it will be Derrick Henry left, Derrick Henry right, Derrick Henry up the middle, and for that reason, I picked them. But you're right. I mean, anytime you don't have a quarterback on the field, that is going to impact the game. You're absolutely correct. Yeah, and then um, I think the Broncos are going to lose in London again. And I think the Packers okay. will actually lose um, by over ten and a half. I think the Bills are gonna are gonna pound them. I do too. Okay. I think the Bills are gonna destroy them. Yep. And uh, unfortunately, I think the Grizzlies are gonna beat the Kings tonight as well. <laughs> Sounds good, buddy. I appreciate right. your picks, your phone call. You have a good uh, yeah. evening. Bye bye now. Thank thanks, Bye-bye. All right. Good stuff from Cody. Uh, the Memphis Grizzlies are a really good team. We know that. They, they, they're they not just thinking about winning 50-plus games. They're thinking of championship this year. That's their mindset. They feel that they have a team with a young star in Morant. And they're going to get Jaron Jackson Jr. back probably right around – the all-star break, maybe a little bit earlier. They are, here's what they've done this year. They beat the Knicks in the opener in overtime, 115 to 112. They beat Houston, 129 to 122. They lost to Dallas on the second night of a back-to-back. They got blown out. They lost 137 to 96. And then they beat Brooklyn by 10, 134 to 124. So, when I'm looking at Memphis, this is what I'm seeing. And this is a very early, early sign. You can score against them. All right. The Knicks scored 112. Houston scored 122. Dallas scored 137. Brooklyn scored 124. You can score against Memphis. But I don't know if you can stop them and Morant and everyone else. So I think the Kings will be able to be right in the game with five minutes left tonight. The question is, at that point, who's going to be the big guy? Who's going to make the big shots? Who's going to get him over the hump? But again, just based on a small sample size of four games, you can score against Memphis, all right? Every game they've played this year, teams have scored on them. Grizzlies, Kings, coming up for you uh, tonight. Keegan Murray will start. Uh, for Sacramento. And then after this game on Sunday afternoon, the Kings will host Miami. Miami is playing at Golden State tonight on a second night of a back-to-back. So let's just assume for a minute that Golden State wins tonight. They're coming off a bad loss. Just let's, for sake of argument or sake of conversation, say that Miami loses at Golden State tonight. 
Then they wrap up their trip in Sacramento. And for them, that game will determine whether they had a good trip or not. So they're going to put a lot of emphasis on that game. They lost in Sacramento last year. I'm talking about Miami. So that, that keep that in mind, all right? Keep that in mind as you look at the way this weekend is going to evolve, all right? Miami got off to a bad start. They got a big win last night. And after Sacramento, they fly home. And it, this is crazy schedule. I, I don't, I, I hate this. I really do. You know that when Miami flies home after the game on Sunday, guess who they play on Tuesday? They play Golden State at home on Tuesday. Guess who they play on Wednesday? Sacramento. How stupid is that? It's, it's just ridiculous. So back-to-back home games, Kings are probably catching Miami at a really good spot after the Warriors game. That's a huge game down there in Miami. That All the season ticket holders that have you know groups that they have two or three or four people that share the tickets, everyone, that's the number one game, Golden State. So there's going to be a lot of fanfare attached to that game. And then, boom, the next night on a back-to-back, they've got Sacramento. So keep that in mind as you look at this quirky schedule in the NBA, all right? Now, remember how I like to go in five-game increments, right? So you have Memphis tonight. Then you have Miami. Then you have a four-game road trip. And the fifth game is Cleveland. So your next five games are at Charlotte, at Miami, at Orlando, at Golden State, home Cleveland. That's another reason why I think these two games at home are so important because I think there are a lot of winnable games on that trip, including the Miami game, when you get them on a back-to-back. So at Charlotte, at Miami, Orlando, who has not won a game yet, that absolutely, absolutely has to be a win. At the Warriors, tough game. And then you have Donovan Mitchell and the new look Cleveland Cavaliers at the, on game 10 on the year. So there you have it, all right? Again, Orlando has not won a game yet. They're not going to go 0-82, but you need to beat them. Absolutely need to beat them. Cleveland, 3-1. and one. Just looking at the schedule. But tonight, Memphis. You should be able to score on Memphis based on the numbers that I just told you. We'll see what happens. All right, I'm not sure if I'll be able to do a post-game show tonight, uh, but you you follow me. You'll know. If I can, I'll schedule it, and you'll know that I'm on. All right, let's get to uh, John right here on Listen Up. Hey, John, how are you? Busy as hell, Grant. I'm glad that I got to uh, follow some of your show, and um, Connor is right on board. I, I kind of want to get my picks in real quick. Yep. If you can hear me. Man, I'm going with Tennessee also. Okay. Um, I'm going with the New York Giants, as Connor pointed out earlier. Man, why are you going to go with something that is still working, you know? And congratulations mm-hmm. to all the Giants fans, not just you two. And toot my own horn, I think the Cowboys are going to win by two touchdowns or so, and I think that spread is like 11 or 11 or 12. Uh, it's, not, it's, not, it's nine and a half right now. Nine, okay, about 10 then. I knew it was yep. a big spread. I think they're going to win by a couple touchdowns just okay. after getting Dak back. You know what okay. I mean? The last one, then, yep. San Francisco is going to feel better this week than they did last week. And I'm not a big uh, Niners fan at all, but uh, I think they're going to they're gonna make that happen and win by touchdown. Okay. You know? And in a close game, you know, a touchdown is a close game sometimes. Yep, I agree with you. You know what I mean? And tonight, it's going to be a fast-paced game with the Kings and John Morant. Hey, this is going to be a fun one to watch. Everyone get on board. Man. Yeah, and not only that, you know, the Kings need to win a game on top of everything else. So, you know, Morant, Fox, Morant's a better player, but Fox is off to a really good start. So should be fun to watch, no doubt about it. Hey, if 
we can get our free throws to drop, you know, every yeah. the world would be better if our free throws dropped. You know, we wouldn't be oh and three. We'd be one well, and two, two and one. <laughs> so, if your aunt had, well, I won't finish that line. Okay, no, but you know on, what I'm man. saying. We get it. Yeah. About your aunt. <laughs> All right, buddy. Hey, listen, man, uh, you have a good rest of the day, all right? Good. We got your picks down, and uh, we'll, we wish you luck on that, all right? All right, Grant. Thank you very much, and we will talk to you uh, tomorrow or next week, and have a great one. All right, you too, buddy. Yeah, you know, the Memphis Grizzlies, again, playing without uh, Jaron Jackson Jr., and I know that the – the word out of Memphis is they're hoping that he can go uh, five by five on five drills in the next couple of weeks, but I don't think he's coming back until after the first of the year. That's what I'm hearing. So we'll see. But Memphis, again, they have John Morant, Desmond Bain. You got Dylan Brooks. You got Steven Adams. Uh, you have Tyus Jones comes off the bench. We'll see. Going to be an interesting game tonight. Going to be an interesting game tonight. All right, so uh, if I can do a post game, I'll do it. You'll get the notice. You'll know. And if I can, I'll be happy to do it. Well, just don't know yet. All right, and then tomorrow we wrap up the week at 4 o'clock Pacific. As I said, no show with Sean Salisbury tomorrow on my YouTube live channel because it's game one of the World Series. He's going to the game uh, their station is doing wall-to-wall, round-the-clock coverage, so he's involved with that tomorrow. But I will be back with Sean uh, on Monday. All right? Good good show today. Appreciate the calls. Uh, get the picks in tomorrow if you weren't able to do it today. And we'll see about the Kings and the Grizzlies tonight. Make it a good one. Have a great evening, and thank you very much. Grant Napier saying so long, everybody. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.